right action is to reduce and eliminate suffering in our lives. All eight for the path are interconnected. Our right view and right thought is expressed into our right action. At the same time, right mindfulness and right meditation and right effort bear into fruit as a right action. So right action is a critical, is an essential way of uh, liberation and wisdom. As we experience everything, especially every action we take, has its uh, consequences. So if you are mindful of choosing right action and be responsible for any action you take, you are cultivating happiness and joy in your life. If you are not mindful of or careless of taking of this uh, wholesome and responsible action and indulge yourself, then you create uh, suffering in your life. So therefore, your happiness and your suffering depend on how you choose your action. Every day, we have uh, many different choices, and how you choose your action is critical. Like uh, this morning, you choose to get up early enough on Sunday morning and come to temple. That's it's a part of our right action. In a sense, you're cultivating that kind of uh, meditation and the good quality in your life by learning Buddhist teachings and Buddhist practice. So right action is to cultivate compassion, love and respect for yourself and others. So if you want to respect yourself, then you have to choose the right action. If you want compassion in your life and then love from others, also your choosing of a right action is critical. So we have to be mindful of choosing wholesome action and responsible behavior and skillful conduct is very, very important in our everyday life and in this modern time. Right action is to do what is honorable and what is a responsible behavior and avoid what is not skillful. So do what is good and skillful is a way to practice right action. But many people, if you look at it, sometimes including ourselves, seeking happiness by doing things that cause suffering. In Buddhist teaching, what is the right action? And Gautama Buddha defined the three as a right action. Three kinds, the first one is uh, coming from the first precept, uh, not killing or not harming is the right action. So not killing or not harming, in today's context, we can call it practice of nonviolence. 
meeting challenges, difficulties, sometimes experiencing injustice, Buddhist teaching always practice nonviolence, even to express your feelings and your um, justice. So violent action is a kind of a destructive activity we can see all the time around us performed by one or more human beings. So violent action creates suffering to everybody, including a person who are doing violent act itself. So right action in this context that nurturing life or respecting all forms of life the environmental um, movement came to this uh, respecting all forms of lives. So we carefully practice compassion with a sincere concern for all other human beings as well as all forms of life. It's a non-human beings too. So right action in Buddhist time it's abstaining from taking life or physically harming others or not killing others. But why do we kill or harm others? What is the root cause of this harming and hurting others? It is coming from, if you look at carefully, from division or separation based on dualism. When you see something you don't like, people tend to destroy them or kill them. We have to learn, especially in this modern time, since we are engaging and experience all different diversity um, at the same place at the same time. And we need to learn to be coexist and peacefully sharing same space and, and same time, same place, even though you don't like them. Because there is always something you don't like. If we don't learn this simple right action of respecting all forms of life, means respecting all different culture, different race, different religious background, different thinking pattern, all, all those. So if we learn this way of respecting others as they are, no matter you don't like it or not, this is just something uh, Buddha talked about even 3,000 years ago. It's very relevant today. So each being, each forms of a life, every living being has a desire to live. The practice of right action is how to relate with the other human beings and how to relate with the other non-human beings. When you have a right view of uh, how we are interconnected, then we can relate other people as a part of me, have a mind-to-mind -mind connection 
with other forms of life. So we share life on earth with all different forms of life and we all have a common purpose to live well and to live better. If you have cats or dogs in your house, you care them and you see even dog and cat has the same desire like you. Want to be fed when they are hungry, want to be happy and play when they go out outside. They want to play, you know, as we wanted to exercise. It's very similar. So there is a, a, every form of a life have a same purpose and same goal to live well. Then if you look at the Buddhist teaching again, everything has cause and conditions to be who they are at that moment. So there is a very important consequence of this each action. When you have a wholesome and skillful action, you will create joy and peace for yourself and others. But if you do unwholesome and unskillful action, then create suffering in you and to others. So intention of your action is very important in Buddhist teaching. Buddha was asked about the blind man who was practicing walking meditation and step on the ant and kill the ant. And then asked the Buddha, you know, he killed, he violated the first precepts. But Buddha said, there is no intention of that blind man to harm or to kill. Therefore, it is not an unwholesome act. So intention in Gautama Buddha's understanding is very important. So what is your intention to do things you, you are doing each day? People are often killing or harming others by hatred, anger or greed or even delusion. So watch out your mind. And intention of a mind is also part of a karma. You didn't actively act on with your body, but if you have a, that kind of a bad intention, that bad intention can accumulate your bad karma. So always think about your conscious mind and your intention of what you do. Karma in Buddhist understanding is that every act and every intention brings uh, fruits, either wholesome or unwholesome. So when you practice this first right action of respecting all forms of life and practice nonviolence, especially by non-harming or non-killing others, is a critical first step to cultivate good karma and the positive karma in the future and as well as today. And second right action is uh, action of generosity and giving. This is a teaching based on second principle of do not steal. Do not steal or do not take 
what is not given is the important practice. But if you look at our world, there are still so many people choosing to live in this way by uh, stealing or robbery. So why do they steal? This uh, right action of uh, positively practicing of uh, non-stealing is uh, they are in need of doing or getting something. Then if we practice generosity of uh, giving, then uh, we can find a better way to practice right action. In today's context, uh, this uh, second right action of uh, action of generosity and giving is um, we can find that it's not really well practiced, especially financial market. Financial crisis and all banking problem all based on this excessive greed. So when Gautama Buddha talked about this uh, second right action of uh, uh, to not steal, means that to not have a greedy mind, don't be greedy. Overcoming greed is uh, one of the right action. And because uh, greed can create all kind of unwholesome action, and as we discussed about uh, last week, the, the Occupy uh, Wall Street the movement itself is counteracting 1% of uh, wealthy greed. So the second right action is that it doesn't matter how you express your generosity and giving. You can do it through verbally without any money. You can give it to others through your spiritual prayers. Also, you can share whatever you have with those who are in need around us. So second right action is always uh, bringing that quality of uh, generosity and, and giving, which is accumulating good karma and better wealth in the future. And third right action is uh, to practice self-discipline. It's a third precept of uh, abstaining from sexual misconduct. Again, this precept and this third right action is not easy. As you see, a lot of violence around this still happening in modern day 21st uh, century. The crimes and violence and, and uh, rape and all those things, it's really based on this uh, unable to control your desire. So controlling your desire or self-discipline is a third right action. So right action is to cultivate your, your responsible behavior, earn and cultivate happiness of yourself and others. If you look at anything, any desires, including this sexual energy too, it, it comes, stays, and goes away. You don't have to do anything. If we see everything as impermanence like this, 
any unwholesome desire arise, you just simply mindful and watch and let them go. If you look at the, the nature of this, you, you realize that you don't have to act upon anything like that. Sotesan called right action as a choice in action. So action, according to Sotesan's definition, action means a functioning of six senses organs of eye, ear, nose, tongue, body, and mind in whatever you do. So when you hear, when you talk, when you uh, taste, so all six organs, when you use your body, so whatever you do, this is action. So not only just three right action, but in one Buddhism, right action means everything you take, everything you do, every action you take. And choice means choosing what is right and the first shake what is wrong. So choosing action is in one Buddhist teaching practice of a right action. So why is it that human beings do not practice good or wholesome even while knowing the good and do not put into an end of evil even while knowing the evil is bad? So why, Sotesan asked the question about why you don't practice this wholesome action and why you don't forsake uh, unwholesome act, even though it creates a lot of suffering and pain in you and others. First region said, he, he said, this is because we either are deficient in our practice because of ignorance of right or wrong in actual situation. So because of not knowing what is right in terms of the long-term perspective of karma and love of causality, sometimes even we do not know what is right and what is not right. And second, even though we know what is right or wrong, we cannot control our desire, which flare up like a fire. So controlling your desire is difficult. Because even though you know what is not right, because of your excessive desire, you don't practice wholesome action, right action. So the best way to bring happiness is controlling your desire. If you have a lot of wants and wanting mind is excessive and you cannot get it, that's really creating suffering and uneasiness and discomfort in you. And third, we are enticed by habit that that are solid like iron or stone so that we do not put into practice our choice of a good and forsake of a evil. So because even though you know it, now you know the, the, the cause of a problem, but because of a habit, we don't take right action. So habit is something we really pay attention to. 
What kind of habit do you have? It depends on what kind of practice you are engaged. Changing habit is not easy at all. So therefore, our aim is to work at putting into practice the choice of a right action at all times and at all cost, and for sake of what is wrong at all cost, so that we may avoid suffering and receive happiness. So this simple uh, sentence here, also Sotesan put it in different text using how to use your Buddha nature. He said in 13 of this item, even at the risk of your life, do what is right, no matter how much you may dislike doing it. So what is right? And practice it, even though you do not like to practice, they like the right actions. And even at the risk of your life, what does that mean? If you want to focus on uh, regular meditation in your life, if you have a commitment to meditate every morning, today, at least if you don't do it, you can begin again today. You begin to meditate and tomorrow morning comes, you have a commitment to get up early enough to sit at least 30 minutes in silent meditation before you get into your routine. So if you have to go to work, and this is a real challenge. So if you have that commitment, when time comes, you really get up in the morning, no matter how much you don't want to get up. You may resist, you know, maybe 10 more minutes or five more minutes or even one more minute, I want to rest. So that is the moment you use this teaching at the risk of your life. How can you stay lazy if you are at risk of your life? If there is a fire or something in danger, you will get up and run. So even practicing meditation, apply this teaching as if you are at risk of your life, as if you are dying without practicing this meditation. So that kind of a commitment he's talking about here. So right action or what is the right maybe mean to different, to different people. If you really focus on building your spiritual strength, meditation is, is a one thing you want to incorporate in daily life. Sometimes, some, to the, some people, exercise may be something they want to incorporate in their life. Or losing weight. I don't see anybody here overweighted, but losing weight, I can tell how difficult it is. So regardless of what is it, if you want to build on in your life, especially spiritual, positive, healthy quality like a meditation, constant meditation really can bring this, this uh, positive quality of uh, loving kindness, awareness, mindfulness, 
and inner joy and inner peace all the time. So the, when Sotesan talked about this uh, teaching, even at risk of your life, do what is right, no matter how much you may dislike doing it, this is something you can remember and apply it. When I was really ill and very difficult uh, how, to, how to recover it. And when I read this passage, I decide that one day I'm going to begin again. Maybe I didn't practice meditation enough, so I, I want to practice a little longer, a little more, and more often, and daily. So that was the day really hit me, this teaching. At risk of my life, I'm going to practice meditation every day. There was the courage and braveness and commitment. You can begin again and continue. Always focus on what you have. Always focus on what you can do and always focus on positive quality in your life. When you look at the teaching as a don't kill, don't harm, you may think I don't do it, but if you turn it different way, the practice of nonviolence or respect all forms of life or practice of generosity and giving and self-discipline, spiritually, physically, and materially, all got involved here, then it is possible to create our life with joy with the creativity and with the compassion that you can begin your life very positive way, accepting as you are and focusing when you have and appreciate and have a deep gratitude of what you have and what you can do. And for Chinova using Buddha nature, Sotesan said that even at the risk of your life, do not do what is wrong, no matter how much you want to do it. So here, don't focus on the problem. Especially in today's world, we are bombarded by problems and negativities and um, challenges all the time. But if you focus on the problems, your life will become very negative and sometimes it's too much on you. The negativity kills your good energy. So don't focus on problems or negativity, but taking positive aspect and positive uh, quality of your life. Then how to do it? Whatever you decide each day, whatever you decide each month, you must have a priority of what right action you want to take and you want to practice and how to do it, how to practice the right action. So Tessan also gave us a very practical way of checking it, keeping Dharma record. Anyone here practice Dharma record, keeping Dharma record in the evening? Yeah. If, if you don't have a Dharma record, you can check it in your calendar or have just a black bin and a white bin in your pocket, in, in the little pocket. Sotesan gave us very, very practical 
instruction that each moment you take, you choose right action, take a white bin. Each moment you didn't do it, take a black bin. So in your pocket, you can always check with this mindfulness with a white bin and black bin. If you use this one, it's very, very practical. You know, or you can use this, the, uh, like a watch, black pen, white pen. You got it from Korea. So you can use that, really checking every moment of how you act, how you behave, and how you conduct yourself. So this is a kind of a choosing what is the right action for you each day or each month at least and prioritize it. So you can practice this right action in very practical term and using your mind and body and using your five senses and mind. As we chant uh, about the truth of Irwansang, it reminds us that depend on how we use our minds and bodies, we make a progress or a regress. In order to make a progress, live productively and creatively, you have to practice a mindful choice of a right action each day, each moment. Otherwise, it's very easy to go backlash and regress. Once you fall into that, that realm, it's very difficult to climb up again and get up again and shake your dirt and begin again. So today's teaching, right action, is not just about those three things, not killing, not stealing, not, no sexual misconduct, but bring it into our everyday life using our minds and bodies and find very, very practical way to cultivate this right quality or right action so you can begin a new life with a sense of inner peace, inner joy, and the right action with a sense of not only respecting yourself and respecting others, bringing compassion and love to yourself. At the same time, through right action, we can bring that love and that compassion to life around us. So let us focus on that right action and practice it, and especially bring it back to your meditation, regular daily meditation, when we have this beautiful weather. It's not too cold, not too hot, and the autumn is a very, very good season to begin again and incorporate this regular daily meditation in all our life. That is the first right action to me, and I hope you do that too uh, in this good weather find uh, more time to sit together or sit individually and you can participate the uh, more uh, weekly activities in the temple so you can increase your practice. That right action is right here and begin right from you. Thank you.